Hey friends, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Sangimino, and this podcast brings you short, bite-sized pieces of business advice to help you grow your yoga and wellness business. Make sure you hop into the Yoga Business Strategy Facebook group and say hello, as well as go to the website megsangimino.com to download some free resources. And make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm really excited to talk about something on here that I have not talked about in the past. Now, if you're in my Facebook group, you might have seen a post that I put in there recently talking about red flags in the business coaching space. Because something that I hear really often um, from friends, from other entrepreneurs, is, you know, I know I need support in my business, but I don't know where to start or who to trust. And after being in this industry for a while and also knowing a lot of yoga teachers, I have made a list of some of the biggest red flags that we see in the business coaching industry. The reason we want to talk about these red flags is first and foremost, so that you can keep an eye out for them and really think critically before you work with a business coach. But it also brings up a conversation of ethical versus unethical business practices, because as yoga teachers and honestly just as entrepreneurs in general, we want to make sure that we're using ethical trauma-informed business practices. You know, think about a student who's looking to work with a yoga teacher. We really want to make sure that we're creating the safest space possible to provide a space for transformation. And the same goes for business coaches. So if you're not in the Facebook group, Go down to the show notes, you can join the Facebook group and you can sort of join join into this conversation, maybe share some of your stories. But I will say that a large majority of the clients that we work with inside our programs have some horror stories, unfortunately, when it comes to getting business support. So we're going to talk about some of those today and I'm going to talk about some alternatives to look for. So we're almost doing like red flags and green flags for when you're looking to work with a business coach. Business coaching can be powerful, it can be transformational, and there's so many benefits to not having to do business all on your own. But business coaches are also not here to do the work for you. They're also not here to change you. So keeping an eye out for some of these red flags and you know, asking the right questions can go a really long way. The first red flag I want to talk about is guaranteeing monetary results. So this is a big one. You might notice, or you might be saying like, yes, Meg, on my newsfeed, I'm seeing a lot of business coaches promising 10K months in your first year, six figures, steal my strategy for 50K months. Like these are real things that I see on my newsfeed. As entrepreneurs, as business owners, we crave guarantees and security because that's something we don't have, right? We don't have that paycheck that we get every single month. And that's one of the biggest insecurities of entrepreneurs. So these types of marketing practices pick at that insecurity. But in reality, this is like a yoga teacher promising that a student will be able to hold a handstand in their first week without knowing anything about that student or their body. Hopefully you're sitting there thinking, I would never 
promise a student that their body can do anything without knowing anything about them. Same goes for business coaches. I can't promise that you will make a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time without knowing anything about your business, without knowing anything about you or your comfort level or anything. Sure, I can teach you strategies that I've seen work in the past. I can help you with pricing to increase your income, but keep an eye out for coaches who are promising a certain amount of money without knowing anything about you. This is a common unethical practice. Instead, look for coaches who actually talk about the strategies that you're going to be learning. So for example, we teach you how to create programs that lie within your comfort zone. Maybe you wanna create a low ticket program, a high ticket program, and then we'll teach you the strategies to market that accordingly. But if someone is marketing themselves by just saying, hey, I'm gonna teach you how to make money without giving you any indication of how they're gonna do it, huge red flag. Okay, number two here is communication without consent. The obvious one here that we've all experienced is DMing you without asking. I'm sure we've all received unsolicited DMs. Hopefully you ignore them. But there's also a lot of subtle ways that I see coaches um, not honoring consent. And one of those is withholding information until you hop on a call with them. So maybe you've experienced this before where you've seen a business coach talking about a program and you've said, hey, what's the price of it? And they say, you have to hop on a call with me and my team before we give that information to you. This is a major red flag because it's really not consensual. And if they're using these types of sales practices on you, most likely they're going to be teaching you to do that to your students. And really the only reason why someone would be withholding the price of the program is because they want you to have an emotional response right there on the phone, typically so that they can pressure you into it. I've had clients say that they've cried on sales calls, they've been pressured, manipulated into paying way more money than they could or wanted to because they were forced onto sales calls. So be wary of these methods because remember, if they're using these methods on you, They're going to teach you to do the same. Good practices to look for are coaches who utilize inquiry forms or applications. And then they ask you, okay, how would you like to be contacted? So would you like me to email you? Would you like to get on a Zoom call? Would you like me to, you know, call you? And then they give you the agency to choose how you would like to be communicated with. This really honors the individual energy and comfort level. And it's really not, it's just not as pushy. You know, I used to do the sales call thing. I used to say, you know, you have to hop on a call with me before, um, you know, we decide if you're a good fit. But I learned really fast that that doesn't honor people's comfort level. And you can definitely, definitely gauge whether or not someone's a good fit for your program in a voice memo, on Instagram, via messaging or texting or something like that. So it's really important to look out for how your coach is communicating with you. Number three is one size fits all strategies. We've all seen these. They're tempting. Again, they pick at that insecurity that we have as entrepreneurs for wanting something guaranteed. But look out for messaging like, quote, steal my one method that made me 50K in one day. This is a big one and it really doesn't honor the fact that we all have different skills and that we all have different comfort levels. Just because I used a method and it 
worked for me doesn't necessarily mean that you could implement that same strategy and get the same result. Now, don't get it confused with storytelling. Storytelling is okay. You know, if I want to come onto the podcast and say, I used this strategy and it worked really well for me, that might give you a little bit of insight into something to try. But look out for messaging that, you know, looks like since I did it, you can do it because this really doesn't honor the individual humanness of where we're at in our business. Um, You know, I could do a strategy and make a bunch of money, but I've also grown a really big email list. I also have a community on Facebook. I have podcast listeners, you know, that doesn't honor where maybe you are at in your journey right now. Not to say that you're not going to get there, you're not going to grow, but I, as a business coach, it's important for me to be meeting you where you're at and not push some one size fits all strategy. So look for coaches that teach multiple strategies that work with different types of clients that have different skill sets and that teach multiple different platforms, right? Um, Because I use Instagram doesn't mean that you need to use Instagram, just as an example. All right, last one here, last one, but a big one. Really keep an eye out for these giant group programs that don't have any personalized support. So group business coaching programs are great. I actually recommend this if you're just starting out and you're working with your first coach, I do actually recommend a group, but not a group of 50 people. Group programs are really powerful and they're often more affordable, but definitely ask, you know, how many clients do you take on at a time? We get a lot of clients in YBA who are coming from programs where they not only spent like thousands and thousands of dollars, but they also didn't get any personalized support because there was 50 other people in the group. And how is a coach gonna give personalized support to 50 people? A big part of business coaching is not just teaching information, it's helping you tailor that information to your business. So we actually cap our programs at a certain number of people, and I have a team that can help me give that personalized support so that you can actually tailor those strategies to your business. I cannot tell you the number of people that I get in my DMs every single day. I literally just got one this morning. I can't make this up, you guys. I can't make this up. Someone that I know, someone who I know just invested $8,000 into a business coaching program sent me a message and asked me a really simple email marketing question. And it just blows my mind to think that Certain business coaches are pulling people into these programs and not giving them the support that they paid for. So make sure you're asking coaches, how many people are going to be in this group? What is the method of personalized support that I'm going to get? All right, everyone, that's it for this episode, but I want to hear your story. If you've seen some of these things, if you have anything to add to the list, or if you've experienced anything, I want to hear your story. So Send me a message on Instagram at Meg underscore Sanjamino. And I really think continuing this conversation is really healthy and it's really going to help a lot of people get support that's actually going to help them. All right, everyone, I'll see you back here on the Yoga Biz podcast really soon.